I'm your announcer, Joe Dallas, and you're listening to the end of my career. It's the Tit for Tat Show. The opinions and views made on this podcast are solely those of the individual and not those of the broadcaster, host, recording studio, or sponsors and are expressly disavowed. May your shorts be with you. Tit for Tat, Tit for Tat, for every tit, there's a tat. Thomas and Veranda, a dude and a queen Talking about the guys sit out on the scene You can count on them to give you the dish And if Lenny don't like you, you're a son of a bitch Tip for tat, tip for tat For every tip, there's a tat Tip, tip, tat, tat, tip, tip, tat Tip for tat Hello, princesses and stormtroopers. It's the Tit for Tat Show. (laughs) It's our very special episode. It's our Star Wars episode. All right. Yes. I am your hostess, Miss Veranda Lanai. Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. Damn right. And I have with me Mr. Thomas. Yes, you Uh do. (laughs) Or can we call you Darth Thomas? Uh, I I could probably handle that. Can you breathe heavy? (sighs) Kenny. I'm your father. <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. Yeah. And we have straight producer Kenny. Are we? We'll call you Stormtrooper Kenny. How okay, about that? I'm cool with that. Cool. I like that. So you guys are the evil ones. I'm Princess Veranda. How ha. about Are You One Too? Are, are you one too? <laughs> is that a new, is that a new droid? Are you one too? <laughs> I think it might be. I think it is. It's the I, most colorful droid in the universe. That's right. It's pretty. Pretty cool. <laughs> oh, so we we have um, a certified Star Wars geekette as our special guest today on our very special Star Wars episode. That's so exciting. I know. Her name is Trisha Slay, as in like Princess Slayer. Aww, that's and clever. I know. How Thank long you. did that take you to Thank come you. up with? When I, I braided my hair a little too tight, and yeah. It, and it right came, before and you it came off. off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she is the author of Not So Long Ago, Not So Far Away. And it's, not so long ago, yes. not so far away. In a galaxy far, far away. So <laughs> that's kind of the play on the yeah. Star Wars opening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we need to get that John Williams. Ta-da! <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Royalty-free version. Yeah, the royalty-free version. Okay. Doesn't sound anything like it. <laughs> 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 so I, I have to say... I'm excited about this because I am a certified Star Wars geek at two. And I didn't I never knew that about you. Yeah, I love Star Wars. I had a thing for Jabba the Hutt, I'm telling you. I'm I'm a chubby chaser, so no, I'm, <gasps> no, I'm not. I'm just I love the villain Jabba the Hutt. That was really cool. So but it's more than that. It was just the dynamic of the movie I thoroughly enjoyed and I was a little kid when I saw it, so you know, I didn't know it came out that long ago. It, 1922. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you're wearing the double buns today? <laughs> right. Yes. I knew you yes. reminded me yes. of somebody, and now I get the reference. And you know, producer Kenny here is harboring a pistol in his pocket, so. Yeah. I never need to hear those words put together again. <laughs> Why is he so quiet over there? He's playing with his pistol. Oh. <laughs> Kenny, are you there? He's I'm po- here. Yeah, he's I know. Polishing, I'm here. You're polishing okay. your pistol, aren't you? <laughs> I'm painting the ukulele. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's, don't worry about it. <laughs> did, did you shave your Ewok? <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. <clears throat> <laughs> have you been up all <laughs> night long trying to figure I, these yeah, references I think out? I have been. Wow. <laughs> but it's you, only going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. It's going to get as bad as Hayden Christensen's acting. <laughs> <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He was terrible. But he oh. looks good. Oh, who, uh, yeah. he, he had that whole smoldering angst going on. Oh, please. Which, you know, I kind of feel bad for him because generally the newest three movies have been universally panned by Star Wars fanatics. Didn't really love them. It was because of Jar Jar. Is that right? Jar Jar Binks was the bane of that movie. What do you feel about that, great I'm, producer Kenny? That's what I've heard, but 
I don't know. I'm not familiar enough with the movies to make a. You, a, it a, probably would have been good for you to come to the production meeting this week. Again. Again. You know, I have other things to do, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like an alphabetized list of those things before we leave today. These aren't the queens you're looking for. It's Star Wars Day on the Tip for Tat show. Yes. Oh, I know, I know. And so we're going to, we're going to, our fabulous segment that we always do called Flip Your Wig. We've actually, it's specifically named now Flip Your Hair Buns. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> we're, it's going to be our Star Wars related Flip Your Hair Buns today and see what's on our minds. All right. So I'd like to start off with um, merchandising. Because you know this whole movie merchandising thing. So when Star Wars came out in 77, they didn't really have any precursor merchandising like they do now with the movies. Like, the movies... Uh, the, 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 I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm like ah! So when's the, the new movie, right? The, new movie's the Force be, Awakens. The Force Awakens is going to... being released when? In December. Okay. It's going to be released in December. But and, I see shit all over the place. Yes. Right? Yes. No. And I, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not mad at it because I. I, w- I stood in line at the Toys R Us store when they had the release of the toys last night. Yeah, no. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With my hair. That's why my hair is braided too tight. It was just braided way too tight. Those aren't your headphones. Those are not my headphones. Oh, are, that, <laughs> that's my hair. <laughs> oh, that was a good one, Kenny. Thank you. Thank you. Every now and then. Hey, I'm still here. <laughs> Oh, they hit the wrong button. <laughs> no, that was what I intended. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I was excited to go and see the new toys. I really was. But then the more I thought about it, we're, we're still m- months away from the actual release of the movie. And people and, don't even know the people that are in the toys, right? I mean... No, because it's essentially, you know, there's the three main characters and some, some re- reoccurring characters, but there are new people and new, you know, new characters in this movie that we don't know their their role in these new movies. So we we just don't have that sense of what they are. So they may look cool, the designs may be grand, but we don't know. So I was a little trepidatious about buying something that was so brand new. I don't know. But but they were cool toys. And I was like walking around with with the two lightsabers and making the noises and knocking things off the shelves. Really? And yeah, I was really bad. So bad. But I bad veranda. I, I was bad. I was bad veranda. So I went <laughs> I went down the Disney aisle and I just started just start knocking all the dolls down and yeah, it was fun. Oh, so you cross colonized mm-hmm. mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. So so um please please inform me the next time you're going to Toys R Us <laughs> so I can keep my nieces and nephews <laughs> at home. <laughs> so uh, and that and that was another thing with with the merchandising that now that Disney is the 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 franchise holder uh for the Star Wars films um I I was just hoping that they weren't going to throw in um you know uh one of the Disney princesses into the <laughs> Movies. Well, now that's interesting. Will Princess Leia become a Disney princess? That's true. I didn't think about that. that well, is she going to be part of the pantheon of Disney princesses now? I, I don't think they will. No. And don't. I think we'd have a lot of people just being really angry about that. Hmm. Well, I don't think I'll be wasting a lot of time thinking about that <laughs> myself. But <laughs> but I am I'm all for it. I love the new toys, and I'm excited for anything new that's coming out. So, yeah, I love the merchandising aspect of it. It's just, it's fun stuff. And as a, a you know, I feel like I'm a kid again. So, Miss Veranda and I, yeah, you truly are a geek at heart. I am. I truly am a geek at heart. That's but, the good to know. Yes, I have shelves of toys. <laughs> but it's interesting that you're so into merchandising, but I believe it was your responsibility to get our... Our uh, Tipper Tat T-shirts made, and uh, where are we with that? Because I know uh, Sean Reeves mm. and Tiffany Jones and <laughs> Trisha Slay are going to be waiting for T-shirts. I was too busy at the Toys R Us store gotcha. playing All with right. the toys. And I love when straight producer Kenny is calling out Veranda Lanai <laughs> on air. If you could see the daggers <laughs> being shot across this table right now. Choo-choo. <laughs> Dun dun dun! <laughs> you know the so, oral sound effects aren't quite where no, they should be. No, Let's, I'm not no. good at it. I know mm, you yeah. said oral. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Thomas, tell us what is uh what's flipping your funds this week? Well, first of all, I'm not. Oh, excuse me. First of all, I'm not wearing the buns today. Um, 
Let's delve into this, and and I will I will say I do love the Star Wars movies. I am I don't consider myself that fanatical about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have plenty of other things I'm fanatical about, but um, when we were thinking about this, this is what came to mind: Ewoks. Okay, cute, cuddly, fuzzy, lovable. teddy bears, sure. lovable, right, Miranda? Yes. Okay. Wrong. You're oh. both <laughs> completely and totally wrong. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Because if you sit and you think back to those Ewoks, the first time we really see them is when they have hogtied Han Solo, Luke, and Chewie and taking them back to their camp to eat them. (laughs) Do we remember that scene? Yes. Okay. They They laid traps for people. Uh-huh. And then once they snared them, they took them back to eat them. So in reality... Well, do we know they were going to eat them or just cook them? Well, like, what, just, what do you do with cooked people? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Okay, since this is my flip your wig segment, they I'm were going to eat them. They were going to eat them. They yeah. were going to eat them. No, that's clear. So then they blow up the Death Star. I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Blow up the Death Star, which, of course, the Ewoks had no concept, knowledge of, could have cared less about the shiny object in the star, and they threw a party, okay? Mm -hmm. If you're carefully watching this party, they are beating on the helmets of stormtroopers. (laughs) Where do you, do you think those stormtroopers just casually said, here, take my helmet? (laughs) Yeah. No, I think they had fallen into a human flesh fast for the Ewoks to eat. So, cuddly, warm, fuzzy teddy bears? No, they are not. So how did they become the cherished little teddy bears that everyone thinks they are? Simply, they have the best PR people of anyone (laughs) in the Star Wars universe. (laughs) Their PR manager (laughs) is Chewbacca. Is that what it is? He's another one? Yes. Okay, okay. Wait, so carrying this forward, are you then saying that at the feast, the other guests, the human guests, were then eating stormtroopers? That could be. Uh, It could be George Lucas's cannibal moment. Right. Oh. But I can't, I, I don't want to go on record saying that because I don't want to get any more emails. <laughs> I will say, however, though, the facts are clear. So, so are the Ewoks from the dark side? I don't think they're the from the dark side. I think they just had really good PR people and they're kind of animals to begin with, really. Yeah. yeah well, that true. like human flesh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm, mm, mm. So think about all those giggly little <laughs> from the Ewoks. <laughs> it's not what you think. When you see the little kids holding their little fuzzy teddy yep, bear nub. Ewoks, yep, n- yep, there yep, we go, yep, yep. and there it is. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was their that was their slang for mm, yum 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 yum. <laughs> and now I am exhausted and I feel cleansed. You feel cleansed. Yes, you feel cleansed. To okay. correct, okay, the mistake that was Ewok love. Okay. Well, I I have a little I have a little trivia for you for the Ewoks. Okay, I'm not good at trivia, but no, I no, but I'm t- I, no, we're gonna we're gonna share this. Oh, we're gonna you're gonna share, share this okay. with our okay. our audience here. So actually, the Ewoks speak Tibetan. What? Yeah. So you know how they try to to generate or create these um, alien languages, mm-hmm. and they try to mesh together different things. So actually, the Ewok language is a combination of Tibetan and Nepalese languages. Wow. Really? But you didn't know that. Well, I'm not Tibetan. You're right on that one. <laughs> but, but let's just go with that right now. Yeah. Ah, come on, that was that was, that was good. good. That was good. Okay. Yeah. How, how about a point for Thomas? Yes, a point oh, for okay. Thomas. Thank yeah, you very go. much. Point for sure. Thomas. Darth Thomas. Darth Thomas gets a point here. Hashtag not Tibetan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So stormtrooper Kenny. Yes. So what flips your hair buns? Well, here's the deal, guys. So we're currently. You know, Here's the deal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're currently in the thick of two occurrences, all right, you know, and they're, they're being spoken about nationally in households and bars and everything, and those being... This is a build-up. The Miranda. 2016 yeah. presidential election, <laughs> all right, and the release of Star Wars The Force Awakens. I gotta see how this ties together. This is going to be interesting. Oh, this is going to be real good. Okay, so that, that's, where I was, uh, that's where I was going next, because you're probably asking yourself two questions. You're thinking... <laughs> But Kenny, you ask, 
But what do these seemingly divergent things have in common? And no. you're probably also asking yourself, can I please get some of what you got in your pants? Now, the answer <laughs> to the second question is yes, of course, you can. But to the uh, latter, eh. I'm sorry, to the former, <laughs> that one takes more thought. All right. So what do those things have in common, guys? What would you think those two things have in common? The run for the 2016 presidential nomination and Star Wars. I, 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 am, I am so lost here with this one. Characters. I'm, I'm lost in the forest of Endor right now with the Ewoks getting ready to be eaten. Let's just let him do it. I, I have a okay. feeling where we're going with this, and I have a very <laughs> strong feeling the name Donald Trump is coming up in did, a moment. Did, did, you, did you take too much time on, on the, the desert planet of Tatooine in the sun? Let's say I did. Okay. All right. So, all right. They have in common characters. So let me tell you what I'm talking about. Mm. And then maybe you guys... Can help me out with the others. Mm. So I'm going to start with the low-hanging fruit, which is Chris Christie. Obviously, he's Jabba the Hutt. All right. Oh, so we're doing comparison. Oh. Yes. So he's a heavy-set, okay. gluttonous man. He's kind of a bully, but he so has this underlying. So now we're fat shaming, and yes, you are right. kind of a bully as well. Right. Okay. So and also he looks like he smells like peanut butter. That guy. I don't smell like that peanut butter. Yeah, Chris Christie looks like he smells like peanut butter. At I least think he looks like a normal, nice man. Okay. Well. There's you toe in the line, which we appreciate. <laughs> so now, all right. So let's let's ask. I'm gonna ask you, Thomas. Other candidates. You brought up Trump. Who would you compare him to in the Star Wars franchise? I would never go down that road. This is your flip your wig. <laughs> Don't try to make me buy into this. Oh, Veranda, do you have more balls than oh, Thomas? No. Maybe and you want to see here. No. Donald Trump. Uh -huh. Who can we? Who could be? Mm, the emperor. See, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, too. but he has hair like Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Oh, so I'm fat shaming, but you're hair bad hair shaming. <laughs> no, I'm right. just pointing out the obvious. They <laughs> so both have I. that orangey right hair. Yeah. <laughs> Are you constipated? What? My Wookiee is getting worse as the show goes on. <laughs> anyway, let's get this over with. Come on, Kenny. No, get no, back I mean, that's to you. It. And you know what I was hoping to do is I was hoping the listeners would send in their comparisons between. <laughs> so, to ProtectShow.com. Do you get what this is now? I do. This is an unprepared straight producer, Kenny, throwing responsibility onto the listeners to email in. No, this is more of a prepared straight producer, Kenny, to include the listeners to join us in this fuckfest that we call, there's another one, isn't it? Dollar in the swear <laughs> jar. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, right. So. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and now he's stealing your tagline. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, it would be interesting to see which p uh, political candidates uh, they, they marry up. Like you know, who's Hillary Clinton going to be? Right. And and who who who's Ben Carson going to be? Oh Lord, this is going to be interesting. So where can they do that, guys? They can go to our website, which is tipfortatcho.com. Uh huh. And then how do they follow us on Twitter? At tipfortatcho. Uh huh. And then Thomas, you are on Twitter. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Veranda Lanai. Yep, Veranda Lanai. L N I. Veranda Lanai. Excellent. <laughs> I am at Kenny the Fixer. Oh, with that, guys, we got to take a short you break. You haven't fixed anything. Wait a minute. I didn't understand what you were doing. Let's go back to me. Okay, so your Twitter handle is sacredscar.com. Sacredscar.com. At sacredscar.com. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, where else? Where else what? Where else are they going to find us? On Facebook? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> on Facebook. You know, it, it, Facebook is getting a little bizarre for us on Facebook, but if you want to follow us on Facebook, and we hope you do after this episode, um, go to tipfortatshow.com, mm -hmm. and there's a Facebook icon. There is also a Twitter icon. There are also links in our photos that you can follow us to our own things if you, if you send in your link for me to put on your photo. <clears throat> so I think that's going to cover it. But what I'd like to do is have Verandal and I repeat those contacts. I most certainly will not. <laughs> I most certainly will not. I will get them wrong. Here's I will get them wrong. Know, guys. Go to tifferttatshow.com. You can follow us from there and also tell us what flips your wig. Mm -hmm. Or in this case, 
Your hair buns. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. With that, we got to take a short break. We'll be right back. You are listening to DJ Hall, Sean Blankenship, Roger Miller, and Michael Clinton, collectively known as Cirrus, an outstanding band from Cleveland, Ohio. This song is called Beware the Horse off their self-titled EP, and you can check them out at cirrusmusic.bandcamp.com and at facebook.com slash cirrus. When we come back, we'll be talking with author Trisha Slay. Stick around. This very special Star Wars episode of the Tipper Tat Show will be right back. All right, guys, I want to introduce you to our guest today. Yes. She is an amazing author. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, her book is entitled Not So Long Ago, Not So Far Away. She is also a self-proclaimed fangirl of the geekery, all having to do with Star Wars. So I would like you to all meet Trisha Slay. Yeah. Woohoo. Say hi, Slay. Hi, everyone. How are you? Hi. I am doing wonderful. You know what? You are Princess Slaya, right? Yes, Princess Slaya. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> wah, wah. Oh, like you've never heard that before. <laughs> 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 hey, I know, and I'm a, I'm a certified uh, geekette myself. I uh, just oh. am enthralled with Star Wars. That was that was the very 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 first movie I ever saw. And it was with my parents at the local drive-in theater. And I was four years old. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Four years old and just enthralled with this movie. My mother said, you did not look away. You didn't even move. You just stared at the screen. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate to that. I can. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the book. So... When I first started writing the book, I actually love to write ghost stories. So I'm always trying to write ghost stories, but I love to start ghost stories and not finish them. And I went to a writer's conference where they said you should expose your your most secret parts without being too embarrassing, I guess. Oh, your secret parts. Depends on what genre you're writing. You've got to cover up your secret parts, honey. (laughs) Secret parts. Your freaky part, more even more likely. Mm. So, uh, yes, exactly. And I thought, what is my... I'm a freak about Star Wars. And so I started to have this idea of an original geek girl in 1977. I was only seven in 1977 when the movie came out. And um, I, I didn't have the opportunity to be as excited as a teenager would. So I kind of took the point of view of someone who was a teenager coming of age and was able to get a job in a theater so she could just watch the movie over and over and over. And that was where the, the whole thing started. How many times do you think you've seen Star Wars or any of the franchise? Honestly, well, the new ones I've only seen each of them about two or three times. But uh, the, the original trilogy, I could not even begin to say. When, it, when they first brought it on HBO, you know, it was on almost every weekend. And, of course, there's... a lovely Spike TV that if you're ever bored, there's almost certainly a Star Wars marathon going on. So I'm pretty sure I've seen it in hundreds of times. Yeah. Uh, definitely, probably The Empire Strikes Back is my favorite, and that one I have watched uh, probably at least under 400 times. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All those lost and, hours. Yeah, see, that's, like <laughs> that's the secret part I was trying to hide from people. I didn't want people to know that. <laughs> Well, I've I've watched A New Hope. Uh, I got to tell you, at least two hundred times. I mean, just just because, okay. you know, it, it's just so endearing to to my childhood and to to and I was an only child too, so my imagination went bonkers, especially with all of the merchandising that my parents were so kind enough to buy for me. And <laughs> you know, and I pl- oh. right, and I played and played and played, and that was just that was my biggest thing was just all the toys and and just I was so enthralled. So now in the movie movie comes on it's like uh, it's it's like static it's like background noise for me i gotta have it on mm-hmm. well i have to tell you i'm a little jealous of your parents generosity with the licensed items 
My mom, my mom was not somebody who made me be a girly girl by any stretch, but my mom thought those were boys toys, and oh. she would not buy them. <laughs> so I had to go try to play with the boys in the neighborhood. That sounds very cute. I wanted to play with their X-Wings and their Han Solo guns. <laughs> I like to play with the X-Wings. And they were all like, oh, this is, yeah, you know, I like, I like, the, I, I like the boys for their X-Wings. Yeah. Is that what they're calling and, them nowadays? Uh, no. <laughs> it was back in 1977, 78. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, <laughs> so, but so, and they would be, they would, you know, say, "Oh, these girls don't play this. This is a, a guy thing." So it was kind of, uh, I, I was, I was suffered a little bit from girl discrimination there with the Star Wars fan Well, but you also see there is there is that little bit of a discrimination as far as there's. You just have Princess Leia, this strong female character, but she's the only female character that that throughout the whole movie. Pretty much, yes, yes. Until the end, when you have a slave girl on a chain and a few, but that yeah, not so much. Right. <laughs> In the original one, yeah, exactly. In the original one, you have Princess Leia. That was it. Yeah, I mean, wow, the, yeah. that never occurred to me. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, it's almost very mm-hmm. sexist, you know, but. It is, but you know, it was what it was. It was a it was a boy who created it. It was a kind of after the old Buck Rogers, and it was very typical at that time to only have a space princess. What was not typical was how strong Princess Leia was. She wasn't like sitting in it somewhere. Oh, help me, save me! You know, oh, aren't you so strong? She was, you know, she was strong willed and mm-hmm. smart mouth, which you know I love that, mm-hmm. and and. In charge of the rebellion, so at least I will give George Lucas kudos for that. He didn't put a namby pamby like jiggle TV girl on there. He put a, a real girl. So you found yourself in Princess Leia. I did. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, back to the Except book. My hair wouldn't do that. Back yes. to the book. Your your lead character, Erica. Mm-hmm. How much do you uh-huh. think is based on you on actually your life? Well. She's the girl I wish I would have been when I was fifteen. Years old. Oh. So she's uh, there's a, she she has a lot of the same characteristics as I do starting out, but she got to because it's very boring to read a book about someone who stays the same person through the whole book. So right. um, I, through her as an adult, I got to experience probably a better turnout to all my teen angst than I had myself. So it was <laughs> that's almost one of the fun things. That's why we write that. So it was almost therapeutic. You got to work out your own stuff. Yeah, and then I keep writing in other books again and again, still trying to work out that same stuff. You know, I went to my, uh, I won't say which one, high school reunion um, last year, and I discovered I still have some of the same garbage and anxiety I've had since I was 15 years old. Yeah, I don't think some of that doesn't really go away. You know, you... It, we hold on to certain things that just, you know, made us cringe back when we were teenagers or in school, and mm-hmm. you kill. You, you still kind of think that, you know. We don't you really. Do. We don't really you grow do. out of that it's sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not it, really. But, but you also. Yeah, but I, I did. A, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You also got to come out of the closet with your geekery. I did. It was a coming out of the closet book, very much. And, and the funny thing is, now I have. But there are many levels to being a fan of anything, of anything across the board, Star Wars or whatever. And um, what is funny is that you have some uber fans, and they're the ones that scare me more than anyone else, because they're the ones that walk up and want to quiz you about what ship or something was this in this scene, and I'm sitting there going, yeah, no, I don't know the statistics. <laughs> I can quote the whole movie. Don't know the statistics. Oh, she... Oh, there's a little foreshadowing. She can quote the whole movie. Uh-huh. I think I'm right there with you with that one. <laughs> so speaking of super fans, Thomas was telling me, Thomas, what were you saying about her book signings were ended up being fairly interesting? Right. So when you launched the book, um, I remember seeing the pictures of the stormtroopers. Yes, I had someone come. There are wonderful fan guys out there um, who entire uniforms that are exactly like the stormtroopers. And I also had a life-size Chewbacca, and it was a film-ready costume. They wow. made those costumes themselves, and, and they came of their own accord. All they wanted was a copy of the book to do it. So it was a lot of fun. And um, 
probably one of the best things that happened. It was it was Memorial Day, and it was probably not the best time to launch a book. A lot of people doing other things, but I still remember that uh, a guy did a U-turn in the middle of the street. He saw the stormtrooper in the truck, <laughs> and he did a U-turn in the middle of the street to pull him over. And he showed up, and he was wearing his Vietnam veteran's hat. So this is not a young person. And he came running, and he said, what's going on? And they told him, and he posed with them for the book, and, and uh, the stormtrooper said, thank you for your service, sir, through his little intercom mic that he has in his uniform. And the guy grabbed him, and he said, no, thank you for yours. I had a miserable day, and this is the best thing that could have happened. Oh, <laughs> that's, cool story. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody loves a stormtrooper. And those guys, they go to hospitals, and they do a lot of work with children. So they get made fun of for their serious degree, but they do a lot of good work. No, I and I've I've seen them at some of the the cons that we had. There were a couple of cons mm-hmm. that I went to, and there's there's regiments that they have in different cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's an official organization called Vader Five Hundred and First, but they're kind of affiliated with Lucasfilm, which is now owned by Disney. So they couldn't officially support the book because it's not a licensed product. But the, the gentlemen, but there's still plenty of people out there that have the costumes and are willing to do these types of things, even though they're not officially paid leaders 500 in parts. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But, are you looking forward to the new films coming out? Oh, I cannot wait. To be honest, though, I'm having to stay offline. <laughs> I'm having to hide from all the rumors and all the stuff that they're talking about. I don't want to know any of the foreshadowing. I want to go in just like I did the first time I saw the movie and be surprised. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree with you on that one. I, I just seeing the first trailer, you know, just got goose flesh, and I'm like, okay, I can't do anymore. I just can't. I can't. I gotta wait. I gotta wait. Yeah, I'm the same way. I watched the trailer and I did very much like it, but I don't, you know, I don't want to see all the. There's people writing whole blogs every single day about what they think is going to happen and all the rumors. Don't want to know any of that. I have to turn all that off. No, no, I don't want to know. I want to just be surprised. And I also, I hate to say it, but I've gotten to an age where I probably won't be standing in line the first night. <laughs> I'll probably be waiting for a midnight showing on the weekend so I can kind of slip in when there aren't as many young ones there. Oh, come on. You're going to put that tent up um, with the bottles of wine <laughs> sitting outside the theater door. <laughs> not, 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 I've gotten a little too grumpy for that. I, I'm like grumpy. Star Wars fan. <laughs> the grumpy Star Wars fan. We should have that I'm be a new character. Is that, is that a new character? Let's write a letter to George that Lucas. Is. Yeah. You know, man. I'll, I'll write it in. What, what was that? <laughs> man. I think that's all right. Man, Star Wars, man. You know? I think we have a drag sheep in the studio today. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't there, there's a lot of grumpy Star Wars fans, aren't there? Like when their mom won't make them hot yeah, pockets? Yeah, there are. When their mom won't they make are. them hot pockets? Yeah. <laughs> <Your green faces. laughs> yeah. My lightsaber doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that's the cliche. We're all in the basement waiting for our mom to come fix the oh, yeah. laundry. <laughs> so, what was your favorite Star Wars toy? Did you have oh, a favorite? that without question. I did. I didn't own it. Someone else did. It was the Han Solo gun, the exact, you know, uh, blaster that, that Han Solo carried in it. A neighbor of a friend of mine had it, and I absolutely adored it. I begged and begged for it for Christmas, and I did not get it. Okay, you know what? That just gave me a brilliant idea. Uh-oh. When we have our little <laughs> Slay Straight Producer Kenny game show, mm-hmm. I think uh-huh. maybe we can put producer Kenny on finding Han Solo's gun toy. And if Slay were to win, <laughs> we could earn a place deep in her heart by sending her this gun toy. I'm happy to do it, but she's not going to yeah. win. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, will post, I will post a picture of myself on you guys' Facebook page with the gun. If oh, I win it. See, we can't let that go by. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you and saying I, I should throw Han the game? And I do have Han Solo's pants so I can win. Oh, you bought you bought them at a, a preview. I do. Did she say Han Solo's pants? Pants. What are yes. Han Solo's pants? <laughs> look, what do they look? You know, like? the blue pants with the stripe down the side. Oh, because when I saw him, he didn't have those on. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know what That's movie you were watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant over at my house, Miranda. Oh. 
<laughs> okay. Oh, man. <laughs> so anyway, you're currently living in Dahlonega, Georgia, but you are originally an Ohio native. That's true. I was born and raised in the lovely town of Newark, Ohio. Okay, here we have a test for you just to prove that is the case because we've had other people fail on this test. You ready, Slay? Okay. O-H. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. No. Well, I can't tell you how much I really do love this book, and I'm hoping everybody listening is going to race out and buy it. The title, again, is Not So Long Ago, Not So Far Away. Where can they get it, Slay? Every single retailer from Amazon to IndieBound has it. Um, It was a traditionally published book, so it's out there everywhere. There is some original geek art in there. I commissioned four different artwork pieces that are in there. They're in black and white, but I think they're pretty cute. What are you working on now? Well, I am currently working on a ghost story. Okay. I've been working on a ghost story for a while. Um, I also have another book. I had originally another book behind this one called Sometimes We Strike Back. So what kind of ghost stories? Are they true accounts? Are they fictitious? Well, uh, to start with, I grew up in a haunted house. So if people want to know, yes, I really do believe in ghosts. I lived with one for a good portion of my life. Um, But I'm also not the type of person that is going to tell, like, the Annabelle story or or the Amityville horror story. Those aren't, that isn't my version of a ghost story. Um, Mine are usually mysteries um, where just a ghost plays a part or a clue in it. Um, you know, haunted houses that get inherited, old mysteries that never got solved, old treasures, things like that. All right, skeezers, we got to take a break. Once again, you're listening to Cirrus, and this song is called Black Supermoon. Stick around. The Tit for Tat Show will be right back. I've got a fun game for you to play with straight producer Kenny. Okay. Oh, I'll coming. try. I'm nervous. Uh, don't be nervous. Have a, have a sip of your wine. Oh, you're scaring our guest again. Do, do you need some wine? <laughs> <Do> you... <laughs> I'm good. I am good. <laughs> um, so here's how this is going to work. I'm going to give a uh, factoid here, and you need to tell me whether it was true or false, and if you have an explanation behind your answer to show how Geeky, you truly are with the Star Wars universe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> can, you, I, can you sense the trepidation right I know, now? <laughs> I know, I know. But that's okay. So, um, Straight Producer Kenny, are you ready? I'm ready. You ready? Okay, all right. Trish, honey, here, here's the first trivia question. Okay. Ewok was never spoken in the original trilogy. Oh, that's, that is not true because... Not only did the Ewoks speak it, uh, so did C-3PO when he told him his story. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that because I think hey, there's some something involved a floating chair and he was able to communicate with them somehow. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> That's right. You're right. You're right. There, they, and actually, people have disputed this because most of the main characters never said the words Ewok, but C-3PO was the only one to say Ewok. You're right. Ding, ding. I knew more than I thought I knew. <laughs> That's only because you stole her answer, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. So. All right. It's one, and we're tied. We're tied. You're tied. You are. And this is for what are we playing for again? Tied. We're playing for some sort of weapon. We are playing for or you pants. finding Han Solo's original gun. Yeah, I can afford that. Sure. All right, let's do it. I'm sure there's recreations. <laughs> <laughs> for what you make off this show. I will accept the t-shirt. t-shirt. Oh, listen, she, oh, ah. she's already bailing. Uh-huh. <laughs> could we get? Could we still get the photo of the tit for tat shirt with the Han Solo britches? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah, well, I, could do, I could wear the tip for tat shirt with the, yeah, with the Han Solo leggings. Uh, everyone's going to get that joke. So, oh, yeah. Wait a minute. They're leggings? <laughs> they're they're, they're yeah, kind of like those tight, like, pilot pants. Like, you know, they're, they're yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah, academy <laughs> style. You know, I went to the academy. Uh, right. Are you ready for the next question? Mm-hmm. I know I'm not. Is it my turn or is it Kenny? Well, you both have to answer, so it's it's. Let's you know. start oh, with okay. Kenny, so he yeah. doesn't okay. steal. I'm ready okay. for the next. Uh, okay. okay, okay, okay. So, mm-hmm. the the quote, I have a bad feeling about this, became, uh, what was said in every single Star Wars movie. Kenny. Yes. I have no idea. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> False, I say false. You think it's false? Yes. Trish, honey, what do you think? I, I say I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm trying to place it in one particular movie. Yes, yes. I say it was, I said at least one character said it in all of the movies. You are absolutely right, Trish. Absolutely right. It's been said in every single movie. And I wonder if they're going to carry on that tradition in the next, uh, the next uh, series. Um, did that I hope ha- so. Everyone will cheer as soon as they hear it. Yep. Did that happen in the new three too? Yes. Oh, wow. and it was said by it was said by different different uh, characters, but it was the same line, mm-hmm. and it became actually it became a, a a gag for the franchise. Mm-hmm. They 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 threw it in the script because it was something that they they enjoyed in every <laughs> the first three movies that they wanted to put it into the the first uh, mm-hmm. in the prequels. Do we so. know who said it like, in each movie? Mm-hmm. I don't know specifically uh-huh. who said it in the first movie. Yeah, I'm having a hard time remembering. You didn't know anybody said it at all. So, <laughs> well, no, I, 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 I knew it was said once, but I don't remember it being said. Okay, so twice. two oh. for Slay, one uh-huh. for Straight Producer Kenny. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So there, here's here's an, here's another one for you. Um, mm-hmm. The actual sound. The actual sound effect that was used for the TIE Fighters, you know, when they go flying around and chasing you around, was actually the sound of an elephant. Oh, wow. Should I make that sound as a reference? Yes, please do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) You know, uh, um, that was her Chewbacca sound right there. No. <laughs> it sounds like he's no, constipated. I, I, I think it was. This, I don't think it was. I thought it was like tubes and the L.A. freeway. Oh, wow! What Kenny. do you think, Shapers, Kenny? Yeah, I'm going to say this is more of a question for Engineer Gill or Engineer Chris because uh, mm-hmm. they know how to manipulate sound. So I'm saying yes, it was an, an elephant. elephant that they somehow manipulated. Well, guess what? It was. It was the combination of an it elephant, was? an elephant bellow, and a car driving on wet pavement. Wow! So we were kind of both right. LA freeway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they both. So you both get. You both kind of get the points there. Okay. So you both get ding dings there. Yeah. yeah. I know an LA freeway was involved. I know that much. <laughs> I didn't know about the elephant. Oh my 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 my. Um. So. Um, this is an easy one. At least I think this is an easy one, and I think it's going to be an easy one for you. That uh, the character of Jabba the Hutt was originally portrayed as a human, or humanoid, as they call it, a human character. Yeah, he was a, yeah, he was a two-legged humanoid character originally, but um, the costume didn't work, I think, the first time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, my original answer would have been that that's false, so... I'm going to stick with that. You're Although I know I'm wrong, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to cheat. And steal Kenny, you're answer. always wrong. You're always wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he was originally a a two legged humanoid character, and um, when they decided to create this uh, big blob of a slug, um, it just it just mm-hmm. changed the entire character dynamic around, and it was just it just made it so much uh, better as a just a villain. A creepy villain. Has anyone ever seen the two-legged yeah. version? Yes, it's actually, in yeah. uh, the re-release of the first movie. Yeah. Is it no? Mm-hmm. Which one am I thinking here? There was a deleted scene with the, the original Jabba the Hutt. Wait, what? What's uh-huh. that? Well, like? he's still a slug in that one. Though. Yes, he is. Yeah. So they they, communer- they put him in CG. Mm-hmm. And it was a terrible job at it too. But but Ralph McQuarrie originally painted most of the concepts, and he painted a two-legged kind of reptilian figure for Jabba the Hutt. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's worth an additional point. She's got it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, what a font of Star Wars info. I know. <laughs> All right, so I got one more question. Okay. One All more right. question so, for you, darlings. If I'm not mistaken, it's four to two. To two. So can yeah. we go uh, double or nothing on this last one? All right, so it's worth three points. Okay. Here it's we go. worth three right. points. See, now when that happens, I'm, I, I hate when that happens because then why even play the game? <laughs> <laughs> it just negated the whole beginning I mean, of I'm the game. I'm from Ohio. You know, that's, that's trouble being in the pinch in the last few minutes. Okay. Don't, <laughs> don't worry, Slay. You're going to win. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a tricky one. So I hope you have your, your, your knowledge of Star Wars, Trish, ready. And Kenny? I'm ready. All right. We're going to let Kenny answer first okay. so he doesn't steal the answer again. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, you know, um, Cheers actor John Ratzenberger? Sure. He's Cliff Clavin, right? He's Cliff Clavin on, on, on Cheers, and he mm-hmm. was a Toy Story voice. Um, it, is it true uh, that he made a brief appearance in The Empire Strikes Back? No, no, that's not true. I just can't see it. Boy, I don't know that one. Ooh, I'm trying Can, to think. I have an um, answer for that. You have an answer for that? Yeah, I think I remember that because when he walked into that bar, everybody <laughs> but, yelled, Norm! What? The wrong well, character, too. <laughs> he didn't walk into the cantina. The cantina. And that was from the first movie. Yolo Tango. No, 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 it's it's true. I, I, I don't know. So I'm going to say it's true just to say it's true. You're going to say it's true just to say it's true. Because <laughs> you want it to be true. true. You want it. I, I, I think well, he was in Empire Strikes Back. I know that. I'm pretty sure he was one of the, the baddies. In Empire Strikes Back. Well, it would be really smart for you to answer the same way no, that see, Kenny don't, don't does, do that. so don't that do it's that. impossible oh, for him to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kenny, what was your answer again? I don't remember. He said no. no he said, it didn't happen. You know, it's, it didn't happen. No. So you said it did not happen. It did not happen. And Trish, honey, what, is, what Princess Leia? What What did you say? Uh, I am saying that I think John Ratzenberger was in. I think it was Empire Strikes Back, but it could have. I think Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Well, Princess Leia, you are correct. Oh, man! He made a very, very brief appearance in The Empire Strikes Back. He was the the gentleman who told Han Solo that it was not to go out and it was too cold to look for Luke on the planet Hoth. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I thought he was a baddie, so I did get that wrong. I had him pictured in the whole like imperial uniforms, but yes, you're right. He is the one telling Han Solo not to go out. It's just on on the street. Wow, yeah. I feel like I've never seen these movies, and I've seen them all about ten times. <laughs> Wow. Well, Princess Leia, honey, you are our wiener. You're a big winner tonight. Yes. yes. There's a surprise. There's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was close. You guys almost had me with the Rathenberger question. I was really racking my brains on that one. Yeah, I had. I got some good questions, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good job. I don't think there was ever a doubt who was winning this contest. <laughs> mm, that's true, though. So... We are looking forward to having you pop back in every now and then and perhaps be our literary correspondent. What do you think of that? I would love to come back anytime you guys would like to have me on. Oh, that'd be fantastic. And maybe, maybe as a literary correspondent, maybe, maybe, um, maybe you can get Christopher Rice on the air because producer Kenner just, just <laughs> doesn't seem to have that uh, handle. You want me to try for Christopher Rice? See, you know, you're going to make me cry now. I was trying not to have that name come up in one episode at least. Yeah, I have, I have an unnatural infatuation, Trish. Do you? I'm, I'm proud of you. Why? So what is it that you love about Christopher Rice? I, I love his talent. I think mm-hmm. I love his mom. Keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> Keep what it going. Mean, talent, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And um, I just think, you know, I, I'm trying to explore this whole intellectual side of myself. Yeah. It's the brain you're looking at. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you've heard, I, you've heard our previous episode, haven't you, Slay? 
yes, yes, yes. I know. I heard that, that you very much wanted him on the show. I heard that. Yes. yes. And I'm familiar with him because I, I have read some of his poetry. I have not sat down and read any of his novels yet. But since you said that, I added it to my list. Good, good, because you need to. And I also think I have an award-winning catchphrase, everything's better on rice. Right? Yes. <laughs> Feel free to use that in your next novel. <laughs> crickets. All of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden I've got crickets. <laughs> oh, so, yes, we would love to have you come on board as our literary correspondent. Oh, sure. I will be happy to come on board. As You guys have got to tell me, you know, if you want me to re- do any novels, but I would, I am not well connected in the literary community. I'll be honest with you. I have a few friends, but. <laughs> that's okay. We, yeah, that's, that's exactly what we like about you. We're going to handle it. We're going to oh. handle it for you um, and maybe even start a little tip for tap book club. Uh-huh. For Kenny, oh, it'll, excellent. Yeah, for Kenny. For book club. I love that. For Kenny, it'll be a comic book, but. Um, hey, uh, no, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss will hope. I have a few recommendations for Kenny. There's some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Go out and get it. Excellent. See, she's already part of the team. Yeah. Hey, I tell you, you try and tell me that. Green Eggs and Ham isn't the best sales manual ever written. <laughs> for what? For any salesman, for any job that you have sales To get for. someone to yeah. eat the green eggs and ham. That was the whole point. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Let's do this again. There they are. All right. Those crickets have been appearing more and more. All right, all right, all right. I want you to know I spent this whole time trying to work Jimmy Schmitty in, and I couldn't figure out how to do it. Yes. Grab for Jimmy Schmitty. That's a whole other episode. Oh, you know what? We'll do that episode <laughs> when you're sitting at the in the studio with us. Yes, okay. All right, perfect. No, yes, if I'm up in Cleveland, I will definitely come say hi to you guys. It's cheaper to fly to Cleveland from here, so yay. Yay. <laughs> and I will see you in less than a week. In less than a week. I know. I'm so excited. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, right. Trish. Thanks, thank Trish. You. See you All soon. All right. Thank you. Talk to you Okay, Hammer Toes, we're going to take a quick break before we put a pretty bow on episode three. You are listening to The High Now by Cirrus and the Tip Show. We'll be right back. your date from the star wars universe let's throw that to kenny to start with <laughs> okay because mine's easy i mean it's yeah. got to be princess leia right oh, God. i mean it's, i know it's a boring answer but what other there's choices a, do i have couple other there's a couple other there's there's the like who? there's the, the slave sl- hose there's there's the the eight boobed lady no see no and I, the, for your love no. of mammary glands mm-hmm. That's perfect. The mm-hmm. eight boob lady. No man, that's that's but, but confusing. what's her character name? But I don't actually that I that I don't know. Implantia. Implantia. <laughs> <laughs> Siliconia. Yeah, yeah, there it is. There you go. Siliconia. Um, but there's there's Ula. Ula was Jabba's slave girl before Princess Leia. I don't think I know her. And she was very sexy, and she wore this scantily clad outfit. And she, Ula, she, Ula. Ula. Her name was Ula. O O L A Ula. Was she blue? I think she was green. He's yeah, confusing she, Star yeah. Wars with Star Trek. Oh, yeah. don't That's a totally different universe. Don't even go there. Don't even go there, straight the, producer the, Kenny. The Trekkies don't like 
the Warriors, the Star Wars fanatics. They they, oh, they, yeah. they clash. Ula is green, and yeah, I, I throw up in that. Sure, that's what I'm going with. What Ula. what did he, what what? He's gonna throw. They're gonna what? Throw a hump in her. Throw a hump in her. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. So so that's how your species has sex <laughs> in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> throw a hump in her. Yeah. Mm. You know, throw a burger down her throat, take her out, throw a hump in her. One of those kind of things. Is he speaking English? <laughs> I don't know what he's speaking. He's, he's Tatooine, perhaps. He's, he's speaking something. He's speaking something. Yeah, see. Yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the Tower of Babel. <laughs> so, all right, let's throw the attention back to you, uh, Thomas, dear. Yes, Darth Thomas. Well, initially, I was attracted to RU12. <laughs> <laughs> Just from the bumper sticker alone. I tend to go for the smaller ones. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Not by choice. It just tends to happen. It just happens. And then I was thinking C3P on me. Yeah. That's a good one. Which, but no. see, I feel like I'm moving into filth land, yeah. which is taken by... You're in Jabba's Palace right now. You're, you're, <laughs> is that what yeah, we call yeah, Spray Producer Kenny now? Yeah. Jabba's Palace? Jabba's Palace. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, that's it. You know, give me a real character name. Come I'm on. Try, I'm trying. <laughs> I need a moment. This all right, was I'll just do mine. All right, all right, you you have a moment there. I know who I would love to date. I think he would be just the perfect swoony character to date. Okay, Lando Calrissian. Oh, he's a scumbag, man. Oh, but you know what? The best kind of scumbags. <laughs> they treat you well. They buy you things, and they they fly you around in the best. The, you just want someone to the, land on the, you. He's so unfaithful, though. Unfaithful. Um, yeah, he sold out. He sold out this he crew. Sold man. out, but but it was actually to save them. And then, but later on, he, if you see the scene, he's flying the Millennium Falcon, and he's wearing Han Solo's clothes. That's creepy, man. Well, look, Princess Lanai needs Lisa Lando <laughs> right now. She needs her Lando. Princess Lanai. Mm-hmm. I can't get past that. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> hey, I'm living in Cloud City. I'm living above the clouds in this beautiful... Oh, it would be lovely. It'd yeah, be it would lovely. be lovely. All right. Come on, Darth. All right. I got one. No more yeah. stalling. Now, I would immediately date that not widely known character that actually was tuning up R2-D2 in the background of the, I think, the 18th scene of... Star Wars. Oh, you're going to get so much mail. His name. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know this. It was the, t- the guy tuning up R2-D2. I think his name was Christopher Rice. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm not positive. I'm Could out. we no, do a no. fact check no, on that? No. no. Nope. I'm just oh, not into droids. On. How's that? That was good. Oh, that should be a new line for you. I'm just not into droids. I'm not into droids. <laughs> I think that's what Obi-Wan said. I'm not into droids. Just not into droids. I'm, Christopher yeah. Rice. Now that's a name I've not heard in a long time. Mm-hmm. I wonder why we haven't heard that name, Miss Lanai. I was kidding. Uh, we but, hear it. Every I'm sorry. Episode. It's Princess Lanai here. <laughs> Princess Lanai. <laughs> Paging Princess Lanai. <laughs> you <laughs> come right away. That was kind of my Doctor Bombay reference. Uh-huh. Did you catch that? Paging Princess Lanai. <laughs> Princess Lanai, you have a telephone call at the front desk. You're wanted in the garbage compactor. <laughs> yep, right? Beijing Master Harman. Beijing Master Harman. Master like Harman. Flown right off the tracks yeah, we did. on yeah. this episode. We oh, flew right. in our X Wing right off the tracks. <laughs> so, guys, wasn't this a great episode, though? I thought it was oh, awesome. Oh, are we done? <laughs> okay. I'm getting very odd hand signs I, I guess so. from straight producer Kenny. That means keep going. Keep it going. Yeah. Oh. Okay. oh. Meaning we need to get Is that what that means? Here. So. <clears throat> so. Great episode, guys. It was a really fun episode. Right? It was right up my my hair buns. And it was actually our first theme episode. Yeah. Wait till we get to the Christopher Rice themed episode. Oh, <laughs> or the Christopher Ruff. Yeah. See, Christopher Ruff, I could get. Christopher Rice, uh, it's a little harder. Do you think he even knows that all of our episodes have featured Christopher That's Rice? That's right. He's right. getting free publicity every time. Every mm-hmm. single time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we got nothing. 
You got nothing if you don't have uh, rice, so, right? Oh, uh, All right, anyway. So that about was like, Trisha Slade, wasn't she a great guest? She was cool, right? She's, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, I can't suggest strongly enough that you go get that book. Check it out. It is a great read, especially if you have any kind of connection to Star Wars. I think you'll really, really love it. Not Absolutely. so long ago, not so far away. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, darlings. Well, children. And how about the band, guys? Cirrus? I mean, come oh on. Oh, my God. Amazing. They kick ass. Fantastic. Is that, wait, is ass another... That doesn't count for the swear jar, right? Ass is just... You just have to put money in regardless. That's that's just all you just have to do. Just make it rain you into the swear jar. Yeah. Make it rain in the swear jar, Kenny. <laughs> no, but Sirius, really cool. They're a great band from Cleveland. We love they them. are a great band. Love it, love it. And we love our producers here at Compound Studio. Who are they? Yay, we have producer Gil and producer... You mean engineer? All right, go ahead. <laughs> if the floor is, there, is yours now. If there's one plug that you get through without screwing I, it up. I know. I'm sorry. It's just... Uh, there should be, a, like, instead of a swear <clears throat> jar, a screw-up jar for Veranda my, every time that she messes up I'm down for tags. that. My hair buns are tied too tight. I, I'm what, just, what are the Star Wars... What's the Star Wars money? The Star Wars money? Yeah. What, credits? Tib- I don't think they really even talked about money. Oh, my God. I think it was credits. He's even screwing up his geekery. I know. Or she, sorry. <laughs> All right. So anyway, big shout out to Engineer Gil and yeah. Engineer Chris yes. at Compound Studios. Love those guys. And as we are wrapping up our third, can you believe it's our third episode already? Woohoo! I three years. Three years. Three or third episode. Oh, man. At that point. It's time for us to say goodbye. Goodbye. So say goodbye, Veranda. Goodbye, Veranda. Say goodbye, Kenny. Goodbye. And be responsible. Have your droid spayed or neutered. <laughs> Every tip, there's a tie. Tip, tip, tie, tie, tip, tip, tie.